Welcome to That Vacation Company Podcast. This is Caleb, and Chanel is here as well. And uh, yeah, we are back, uh, back in the saddle, so to speak. We don't have a saddle, but if we did, we'd be on it. And uh, that'd be a really weird podcast. I don't know what that would be about, but um, we are going to be talking about Disney. Uh, we are doing a That Disney Hustle episode, and uh, we've done a lot of these lately, but um, part of that has been because we had our Disney trip on our minds, so we've been really kind of focused on Disney, I guess. Um, and, and hence the reason we did not have an episode this past week, uh, because we just got back from our Disney trip to Walt Disney World. So uh, we're going to begin talking about that. Uh, we'll probably elaborate a lot more on that in our next episode. Uh, so today is kind of a prelude, if you will, um, to our our Disney experience uh, this past time. And um, maybe more so, this episode will focus on the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, which just took place on October 1st. Uh, that was a Friday, and uh, what a what a magical day, pun intended. You know, you got to use the word magic fifty thousand times when you're talking about Walt Disney World. Uh, but yeah, we 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 were not physically there for the fiftieth anniversary. Uh, we were there for the week prior to the fiftieth anniversary, uh, which was pretty cool because we did get to see a lot of the the same festivities. Uh, decorations, uh, a lot of the food type options, not all of them because they definitely dropped a ton of other food items the day of. Um, But as well, like we got to see a ton of the merchandise, um, a ton of merchandise that was released uh, previous, you know, in the days leading up to the 50th anniversary was, I mean, it was just going like hotcakes. Um, I don't know, maybe the hotcakes were going like hotcakes. The merch was going like, uh, like merch does at Disney World. Um, so yeah, we, we kind of want to talk about some of these things related to the 50th today and, uh, kind of give some of our feelings. We have lots of feelings, um, about the 50th, about some of the things that we're seeing, about some of the experiences that we're seeing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, Chanel, did you want to add anything to kind of your idea of where this episode may be going down, down the pathway? Yeah, so I just thought take a, a brief moment to talk about what we're currently seeing at the parks. Um, obviously, when I say seeing at the parks, we're not actually there. But what we're seeing through social media, the other accounts that we follow, um, just everything that we follow, even including things like wait times and things like that that we monitor. Um, it's just been an interesting phenomenon to Caleb and I. So we thought we'd kind of take a make this an uh an introductory post to the Disney stuff that we the Disney content that we will be highlighting in the future regarding our trip but mostly just talking about what we're seeing right now uh kind of our take on what's going on with the 50th everybody's got opinions and everybody's got their take on what's going on so i just thought we should talk about like what We've been seeing since the first, since the first, because like Caleb said, we were there about a week before all of this was taking place. So we got to see some of the prelude. We got to see some of the, a lot of the statues that have been put up. We got to see a lot of the merch and even some of the frenzy that's over the merch. We experienced that a little bit when we were in Magic Kingdom and at uh, World of Disney and Disney Springs. We saw the kind of the intensity that people were going after the merch for. 
Um, and we got to get a few things ourselves, which we were glad for. Like for Caleb and I, we don't need to go and collect all the 50th merch. We just wanted a couple of tokens to commemorate our visit because I still consider this year's visit to be part of the 50th anniversary. You know, we didn't see all the festivities for it, but we were there literally a week before it kicked off officially. So, but we already kind of saw a sort of like a soft launch of some of the things going on in the park a little bit. But I thought we could talk about like, what about all these crazy waits for snacks and merch? And what about the insanely low times that we're seeing for rides? That's just... That's a crazy phenomenon to me. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I have, you know, been uh, doing my due diligence in, you know, checking since the first, checking like wait times through the My Disney Experience app. Um, I had deleted it shortly after we returned from our trip because, it, you know, you get that post-Disney blues. Um, so I deleted it, but then... When the first was coming around, I was like, ah, I kind of want to see what the wait times are like during this thing. So I re-downloaded the app, and I've been checking uh, ever since then. And I, You know, I I know the crowds are high, uh, especially at Magic Kingdom. I mean, on the first, there were no park reservations available. And at 4 o'clock, they stopped people from park hopping. I believe it was about 4 o'clock. So nobody was getting into Magic Kingdom after 4 o'clock, but yet... Some of the wait times were down to five minutes, ten minutes, you know, which basically is a walk on. And, you know, I mean I think I think the the longest wait time that I saw when I was checking now, I wasn't constantly refreshing it. It was I just kept it a, I, I looked a couple times during the day. So there could have been some times it got, you know, more of a wait than this. But I, I think seven dwarves mine train or um, this is a weird one, a head scratcher still, Jungle Cruise, had the longest waits of maybe around 45 minutes to 50 minutes. Like that was the longest I saw. And I kind of checked during some of the peak times of the day when when that typically would have been, you know, the the lengthier wait times for attractions. But yet rides like Haunted Mansion were at like 10 minutes and Splash Mountain I saw as low as like, 10 minutes as well and i'm like when we were there the week before and crowds were lower there was a 30 minute wait for splash mountain you know so it's it's been a little bit mind uh blowing to see the wait times so low uh, but i i do chalk it up mostly to the fact that the people that are there for the 50th seem to really be gravitating towards the merch and towards the food items, specifically a lot of these 50th anniversary snack options that are available. And, you know, to some degree, I get it. You know, the merch is limited time. The snacks are limited time. Although I imagine some of them, they will keep keep them coming for the next 18 months or so. I mean, this, the festivities are supposed to last 18 months. These were some insane wait times for these things. And I'm not exactly sure how long the waits, but I know people were waiting, you know, uh, at least a couple hours for some things. And I don't know. I I get it. A lot of these treats look really appealing. And, of course, to the Instagram uh, influencers and ma- uh, the, the, the masterminds of social media, who are constantly posting all the fabulous, fabulous-looking cupcakes? 
you got to snag that photo. I mean, that's almost the collection in itself. I I got the photo of the cupcake. Um but but it's a vanilla cupcake with frosting, you know? Yeah, so I just think I just think this shows a seismic shift in what park goers are after. Um the fact that they're willing to wait for these snacks, for this merch, for all these things, and the rides are almost almost being neglected. It's like, whoa, what a shift. I wonder what Walt would think if he knew that his park goers were waiting in line for hours for particular snacks and cupcakes and things like that, that, like Caleb said, like, wh- how would he... Um, consider the influencers and the Instagrammers and the everybody and those who follow the influencers and the vloggers and the Instagrammers who flock to those treats because their favorite vlogger or Instagrammer has been showcasing it. Um, it just shows how powerful persuasion and, and all of those things are and how, how much we are creatures of, uh, you know, we, we do what others, we see others doing. So it's just so interesting to me to see like this shift that the Disney experience now now is heavily about food and merch, which Caleb and I, we kind of think of ourselves as kind of spreading our affections out (laughs) to all of it. We love the rides. We certainly enjoy and love the food and snacks. And we love the merch. You know, we love all these things. But I, I can't see me personally going to the 50th and just waiting in line for snacks and merch. I If I knew that there was a 10 minute wait for Splash Mountain, if I could get on it and I wasn't pregnant like I currently am, I'd be be I'd be like, see ya, suckers. I'm going to get on these rides that you usually have to wait 45 minutes plus four. Like it's just flabbergasting to me. Um, and so and so crazy. So I know some people in the parks that have been in the parks for this. I can't wait to hear more from them on their experience. And I, I'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little jealous and a little miffed that we were there a week before and had to wait in all these long lines for rides and now they're practically walk-ons because everybody's glutted on Main Street to get their cupcakes and and you know, whatever. Um, I haven't seen any of the 50th snacks that have just grabbed me to where I'm like, oh yeah, I would have to have that. Nothing has spoken to me that um, that much, but maybe that's different for everybody. And it's even with the merch, like I have admired and looked at a lot of the merch, but I'm like, you know what? I got my 50th anniversary pen. I'm good. Like that's all I needed. I was maybe going to get a tumbler. They didn't have them. I was maybe going to get a magnet. They were out. Um, so I was like, you know what? I got my, I got my pen. I'm good. I'm good. I got my one little thing, my little piece of flair to commemorate. And I'm happy with that. And I mostly just want to now enjoy the park, but everybody's different. Well, and that's the thing. Everybody will do Disney different and that's fine. You know, in fact, we encourage that find, find what speaks to you on these trips and, and just enjoy it to the fullest because that's what it's all about. I think my concern, kind of going back to what you were talking about with the, you can see the way the, the winds are shifting, so to speak. Uh, my concern is the the further we go into um, kind of the influen- influencer-influenced Disney or the YouTube vlogger Disney experience, um, eventually what what I've noticed as a trend amongst some of this is negativity and bitterness. And, 
you know, some of the voices that are out there just start to kind of rip on everything that Disney does. And nobody really seems to enjoy what they're doing. It's like they've lost a little bit of the wonder and the magic that once was there. And maybe, just just maybe, it's, it's because we're just chasing uh, after the next story, the next post, the next the next vlog, the next podcast. And yes, I re- recognize the irony of that as we're podcasting right now. Um, and we run an Instagram channel devoted to Disney stuff. So I, I get it. I get the battle of fighting off the bitterness because you didn't get that one shot or you didn't, you didn't snag that one item that you wanted. But um, I think there's a lot to be said about living in the moment and enjoying uh, the experience, which has always been, I think, the thing that we've enjoyed the most about Walt Disney World or Disneyland, it's being able to lose yourself in the immersion of Disney. For a little bit, it's like you're transported literally to the most magical place on Earth. The rest of the world is shut off from you for a few days, and and you're totally immersed in what uh, Walt Disney wanted, You know what he, what he dreamt of. And I, I fear that we're losing that for the sake of making sure we get all the perfect photos and all the perfect um, Instagram stories and the, the YouTube videos. And so I, I guess as somebody who walked around with a camera for the whole trip, I would just encourage you to also be present in the moment and enjoy getting on an attraction, riding that ride. I, I can remember we were on... Uh, I think it was the Grand Fiesta tour and I was snapping a few pictures and I, I I had to like tell myself, all right, put the camera down. Just enjoy this for a moment because this is one of your favorite attractions. Just enjoy the ride. And so that's what I would encourage people. Um, just enjoy the process of it all. Enjoy having fun. Enjoy getting swept up in the immersion. Don't get stuck on uh, trying to make sure you find that one pin that you just have to have. Uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the time. Um, one of the things I did want to talk about is, though we did not get to experience these live, um, I at least have watched the uh, live streams of both Enchantment and harmonious. I watched a little bit of a live stream of um, the Animal Kingdom Kite Tales, um, and it was pretty cool, but um, I'll, I'll just give full disclosure. I kind of got a little bit bored with the video. Um, that might not be fully speaking of the actual show itself. It might be very enjoyable in person. I just was a little distracted by the video and, and things going on. So just wasn't able to really enjoy it as much through the live stream of that. Um, but that's where I'll leave that. I, I actually, well, I'll say this. I actually think that the show idea, the concept, um, is actually a pretty creative concept if you think about it. Not many entertainment shows at Disney World have been based on kites and balloons. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm intrigued by it. I, I would do it. Um, but moving on, Harmonious uh, debuted uh, via live stream and obviously in person. I believe it was September 29th. And uh, we got to watch that on the live stream. And I I, I can only say because the live stream, I, I didn't feel like was filmed from the best locations. Um, I, the first thought I had on it was, that was cool. That was all right. Um, yeah. 
It was another fireworks show. Uh, but I watched a couple other presentations of it the next day, and I, I, I guess my appreciation of it grew a little bit. Um, and that seems to be kind of counter uh, culture to the rest of the Disney World universe, uh, their opinion on it. Uh, I seem to be one of the minority. I actually will say I enjoy Harmonious. Um, I think it's creative. I think that the barges are ugly, but I think that at nighttime they serve their purpose. Um, I would rather the barges were not there to obscure my beautiful view of World Showcase, but as a show, I think it is a a good show. Um, Good music. I think the music ties in um, to the theme of Harmonious, though I've heard some people say they don't get it. I, I see it, different languages, singing these songs that represent some uh, movies and characters from other countries around the world, um, all coming together in harmony. I, I liked it. Uh, Enchantment, I thought, I thought was, again, a, a cool show, a cool you know, fireworks uh, extravaganza. I, I do have a couple thoughts about it. Um, I won't say they're negative critiques or anything, just uh, things to ponder. Um, I, I, I wonder if with these shows we will reach a peak and maybe we've already reached the peak of where we finally say, okay, that one wasn't quite as good as the last one. Uh, It seems like they keep trying to push it to the next level each time. And I think at some point they're going to miss the mark with, with that being like the next level. Um, I don't even know what the next level is, but it, it just seems to constantly be pushing towards a crescendo that eventually you're sitting there going, okay, I I can't take another crescendo. Like this has to come down. Um, And specifically with the song selection uh, for Enchantment, I felt like the song was constantly building and it just didn't really get anywhere. It just kind of was constantly building and building and building and building and building. And then it was over. Um, I, I think I like Happily Ever After as far as a song goes better than enchantment the whatever the song is for enchantment the magic is you or something like that but um overall i do think it's a good show but here's the kicker we're not fireworks people um we love fireworks for a totally different reason when people are all sitting around watching the fireworks that means low wait times for some of our attractions that we love jungle cruise at night is a wonderful experience so um yeah we're we're all about that uh we we enjoy we enjoy doing those rides when people are enjoying the fireworks but i will say like having watched them via the live stream lately just because of all the the expectancy of what might be in these shows i did enjoy them and i would consider uh camping out to watch them at some point in the future especially especially if olive wanted to see them um I, I could be convinced otherwise, but yeah, my my two cents overall on these shows are number one, don't don't lose your stuff if the show disappoints you. There ain't no reason on earth to be upset about it. It's a fireworks show. I understand that they're cool, the tons of cool technology, but at the end of the day, Disney is putting on a performance. If it doesn't meet your expectations, it's not that big of a deal. It's just fireworks. You can enjoy it without being so emotionally connected to it that it devastates your whole world that they got rid of your favorite. You know, I, I just enjoy it for what it is. Um, but I'm kind of a take it or leave it guy with fireworks. So 
there there you have it uh chanel did you want to jump in on any of the performances um i'm good i feel like i don't have a lot to contribute about it i do think that the barges for harmonious are hideous in the daytime and so very much more obtrusive in real life than what you can tell in photos and in video um but it's hard for me to judge um, these shows via television because I know I'm not getting the full impact of live. You know, when you're live, you're being immersed in the sound. You're being surrounded by the sound and the uh, the fireworks and the booms and the technology and all the stuff. So I'm sure that these shows are really impressive in person, and I would probably enjoy them more and have more more of an emotional connection to them if I saw them in person. Just seeing them on a screen didn't do a lot for me. So and and make your own mind up about it. Don't don't worry about what we have to say. These are just our opinions. Uh everybody does Disney differently. So if you if you really enjoyed any of these shows, whether it's Kite Tales, Harmonious Enchantment or Happily Ever After or Epcot Forever or Illuminations, whatever. That that's totally cool and don't let any Disney influencer or YouTube host tell you otherwise. We don't have the 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 final say on any of these. These are just opinions. Everybody's got one, and they all stink. I'll leave that there. Um, but moving on, overall, I will say I think that the 50th anniversary stuff has been really cool. Uh, I'm glad we got to go when we did um, and, and be able to see some of it. Um, I love the castle, how it looks for the 50th. I, the iridescent thing has grown on me. I love the 50th anniversary statues that have gone up. Um, there are some characters I would have done differently. Some I wouldn't have made a statue for. Some characters I probably would have made a statue for. Um, I, none of them are coming to mind in the moment. Um, I don't know. Let me think of a, of a quick one. Maybe, maybe I wouldn't have made a statue to Coco and the dog from Coco. Um, I don't know. That that's not a movie I've felt a close tie to. I liked the movie, but I, I would have picked something else as, you know, some of the fifty most influential character type things for for the fiftieth. But I guess they wanted a wide variety of characters and and uh you know, from all the studios, Pixar and, and Star Wars and and Marvel and all that, but um I get it. Um but they all looked really cool. I got some good pictures of some of those and enjoyed that. I wish I could have seen Epcot's Beacons of Magic, the the light. I got one of the fancy um, corksicle tumblers with the Epcot Beacons of Magic on it. That was kind of my splurge item. Um, I, I think it looks really cool. It wasn't lit up for us while we were there that way, but um, seeing the footage of it and pictures and whatnot, I think that looks great. Um but yeah, I, I think as far as the 50th goes, that kind of concludes my thoughts on it. Uh, anything you want to say to close? Um, I'm good. All right. So if you would like to plan a magical trip to Walt Disney World during the 18-month celebration of uh, the 50th anniversary, the most magical celebration on Earth, um, we would love to help you put that together. We'd love to put together no a free no obligation quote for you and uh, maybe give you some hints on how to get on uh, some of these attractions and stay out of the two hour line queues to pick up a, a shirt or something. Um, 
we would love to put that together for you. So reach out to us and we would, we would be glad to help you. And as always, we are That Vacation Company, serving you the most delightful destinations. 